Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad-free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or visit amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free and catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Lauren Interviews podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Conlin. Okay, so as you've noticed, I'm sure, this podcast has taken quite a shift in content with the actors and the writer's strike in full swing. So you have not been listening to the usual me interview an actor or a celebrity about an upcoming film or project or TV show they're working on, Uh, but I hope that you're getting a lot out of what I'm trying to bring to the table here, which is awareness Uh, surrounding certain issues. So last week, I had the case of the mom, Shelby Bowen, who is getting the absolute crap kicked out of her in family court. And I wanted to bring some awareness around the broken family court system and what we can do to repair it. Because it is, you know, these these instances uh, and these situations are really happening all around us and they are more common than you think. So this week, I have an entrepreneur, David Liebenson. He is right now, he is the founder of the website, KimKardashianRuinMyLife.com. Now he has a really interesting story about why Kim Kardashian allegedly ruined his life. He is an entrepreneur. He is a, he's the founder of an app and um, he seems super smart, super great, super engaging. And before I play my interview with David, where he gets into his story and what happened to him, I wanted to read you the summary from his website. That's, that's kind of just in his own words of just a a surface level of what happened to him. Because when I was interviewing him, there are so many pieces to this story that I was kind of having a hard time putting it all together and, and just keeping up with everything. So I'm hoping that this will help everyone before I get into it. So let me just read what is on his website to you all. Quote, This all started back in 2014 when Kim Kardashian was the user of an app I co-founded called Sensorgram. This was available in multiple app stores. Sensorgram was the first app to allow users to add keywords, emojis, or phrases and automatically remove unwanted comments from their Instagram app. Kim Kardashian, being a large public figure, obviously had a need for this application. One day, I received a message from her close friend, Jonathan Chabon, who told me that Kim was interested in partnering on our already running app and interested in possibly being the face of it. Kim then reached out to me by phone to discuss being a potential partner. Our team was invited to her Calabasas house to meet with Kim, her mother, Kris Jenner, and their attorneys to discuss how we could move this partnership forward. After verbally agreeing to a 60-40 split, us-them, for Sensorgram, we pitched them another idea based on other projects we already had. That idea was Kimmoji. Kim and her mother loved the idea and verbally agreed to go into a 50-50 partnership split with our team on this project. Everyone was ready to move forward until things took a turn. One day, Kim called and asked if we had filed the trademark for Kimmoji. 
Since it was her likeness, we wanted to wait and file it with her team. Also, because we were equal partners with her camp on this project, Kim told us that her team would file the trademark and take care of it. A few weeks later, we received a phone call from Kim asking us who was sharing private information about her. My partner at the time had texted a friend and said he was excited that he was about to partner with her dream girl, Kim Kardashian. This screenshot ended up being sent back to Kim's camp and their lawyer said, we invaded her personal privacy. We received a letter from her lawyer, Martin Singer, threatening to sue us for $5 million each if we did not hand over the trademark to Kim Moji and the proprietary IP for our app, Sensorgram. We were young businessmen and had never dealt with this kind of threat before. At the time, we were not sure what screenshot was leaked and didn't know what privacy violation they were referring to. This ultimately scared my two partners who signed the release for Kim to be able to use Kim Moji with full ownership and be able to start her own comment control project. This interfered with the patent we had already filed. However, I did not sign the release to Kim as I felt there was something suspicious about the whole thing and felt this could have been handled very differently. Kim went on to make millions off this app, an idea she stole from my partners and I. I ended up losing everything, including my hard-earned money and investments I had put into Sensorgram, my life savings, and eventually my family who had a hard time adjusting to their new financial situation. The stress of this situation put a toll on me and those closest to me and set me back for years as I spent hundreds of thousands of dollars in legal fees trying to take Kim Kardashian to court for theft and fraud. She also interfered with a patent I had filed for a process that is now used by Instagram to automatically remove comments on social media. Kim Kardashian never expressed any remorse or even explained her part in this interference. She also never explained why she discussed RIP with Kevin Seistrom, the former CEO of Instagram, without our permission after her and her team signed our NDA to get our patent file. At the time, Instagram had no intention of using automated comment control. However, less than 18 months after Kim Kardashian's interference, our process was installed into Instagram settings. To this day, my partners and I have never received an explanation or any compensation. This is not the first time Kim and her team have been accused of stealing from creators and small business owners. Sadly, the way the Kardashians operate their business is by enforcing provisions in their contracts so that if there is a dispute, it is handled in a private arbitration setting to avoid their shady practices being leaked out to the public. End quote. So that is pretty intense and you will hear a lot of things and he's, he's open about this in, in the fact that they were new business owners. They did a few things that maybe were a little bit sloppy. Clearly they learned some very valuable life lessons. And at one point David said, you know, he was living in his car. He does correct me. He finally got a room, but he was living in his car to, to save money so he can hopefully start a, a tech shop again. So anyway, I'm going to play my interview with David and you guys can come to your own conclusion about his story and what happened. And um, yeah. Most weight loss plans are one size fits all not taking into account each person's individual needs. Noom is built for your psychology and your biology, meeting you where you are. Noom Weight uses psychology. That's why they say losing weight starts with your brain 
but it also takes into account your unique biological factors, which also affect weight loss success. The program helps you understand the science behind your eating choices and why you have cravings. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com. And check out Noom's first-ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available for pre-order wherever books are sold. And here's your prescription. I know just the pharmacy to get this filled. Who are you? A pharmacy benefit manager. A middleman your insurer uses to decide which medicines you can get, what you pay, and sometimes even which pharmacy you should go to. Why can't I go to a pharmacy in my neighborhood? Because I make more money when you go to a pharmacy I own. <laughs> no one should stand between you and your medicine. Visit phrma.org slash middleman to learn more. Paid for by Pharma. Okay. Hi, David. Thank you so much for joining me. I'm officially, I'm Lauren Conlon. Nice to meet you. Hi, Lauren. Nice to meet you. Thanks for having me. Of course. So I didn't know your story. Um, One of my friends actually sent this to me and she's like, dude, you got to look at this guy's Instagram and everything that he's gone through. And so I was like, okay. So I, I went down the rabbit hole and I'm not okay. I am. I am not okay. Really. I really am not. And you know, I guess as a journalist, you're taught to be objective. So obviously this is one side of the story, but it's a very, very compelling side of the story because everything that you have, you back it up with facts. So um, if you don't mind, I know you've probably shared this a whole lot of times, but if you don't mind, if you could just share um, who you are with the listeners and and why you are the founder of Kim Kardashian ruined my life.com. Um, okay. Uh, I could try to nutshell this for you. Um, Please, loaded so. <laughs> question. <laughs> uh, and, and by the way, um, you know, we weren't completely not at fault, you know, the way it just was handled was completely, you know, corrupt and, and fraudulent. But mm-hmm. so my name is David Liebenson. I was, you know, I'm a self-made entrepreneur, once successful. Um, uh, I had a business that had a need and my founders and I invented a process uh, named Sensorgram. Uh, that's what the app was called, but we were patenting the actual process for automatically removing social uh, comments from social media based on keywords and phrases and emojis and, you know, whatever. And uh, so I put, um, I put the patent, the application for the patent with my name and my co-founder's name on it, on my highlights and my Instagram, by the way, just recently. So anyways, um, we had that and Kim Kardashian wanted to be a part of that because she was actually using Instagram herself and her family was, you know, because they had the need to monitor their comments. And when you have millions of followers, you know, I thought I had a problem when we were dealing with six figure numbers, you know, and followings, you know, hundreds of thousand followers, but you're talking, you know, tens of millions she had at that time. It was a lot to deal with. So, um, so yeah, we, uh, we ended up partnering on that, uh, or, Close to partnering on that, we had an agreement on Sensorgram. Uh, on Sensorgram, okay. yeah. But Kamoji was just that came that came out as we were in discussions for Sensorgram. We had um, two other app projects that were in the works. One was uh, Wall Street emojis, and the other was sexy emojis. And we were uh, we were thinking, you know, uh, Narayan actually was like, "Hey, let's throw these together and pitch it Kamoji to her," you know, and. 
let's just that's icing on the cake, you know, because it's yeah. super easy. He 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 did some mock-ups, you know, that I posted and I have my website of like, you know, Chris and uh I think there's one with Cam or Kanye holding up our Setsagram logo, you know, just mm-hmm. stuff like that. And they were super stoked on that and really, really into that idea. So that was just part two of our of our relationship, you know. Right, right. I don't know how much you want me to get it. Do you want me to No, go? I want, I, okay. So, I mean, I guess I can, I can recap for everyone. I mean, you sound okay. Uh, the people that might know you, they know that you are obviously doing this interview from your car, which is essentially mm-hmm. where you live because you lost everything throughout this legal battle. But uh, just going back, little recap, you know, you, you founded Sensorgram with a partner. It was a great app used to delete comments essentially from let's say a public figure's profile, if they get negative comments, Kim used it. She wanted a meeting with you guys uh, for a possible partnership. And you said, okay, let's also create this Kim Moji because that will be super easy for us and, and we can bring it to her. So you and your partner created Kim Moji for this meeting, the sensor, sensorgram or sensor app. I'm sorry if I'm saying it incorrectly mm-hmm. for this meeting and um, they loved it. So then what? So basically from that point, um, we, you know, we had our in-person meeting. We came up with the agreement for 60, 40, 60, us, 40% them on Sensorgram. Uh, Kimoji would be split 50, 50. David, do you mind if I I interrupt you for one second? This meeting you had, it's mm -hmm. you, you and your partner. And then any, do you have an attorney on your side? Do you have anyone else? Okay. We were represented by legal counsel at the time, but he Mm -hmm. had like a decathlon like triathlon or something at the time so uh but he was aware of our meeting but it was myself narayan the other co-founder and my cousin dan which was the other co-founder and um what about kim, kim, side? kim kardashian it was kim kardashian chris jenner two of her assistants were in and out of the room and um one of their attorneys the attorney that signed our nda on their behalf for our sensorgram patent file Okay. So they, they, I mean, I got to say, they know what they're doing. They go into this Mm -hmm. meeting knowing I, I feel like, yeah, they, they had, obviously they were well-equipped with their attorney. They, they know what they're doing. So continue. Yeah. And then come to find out, you know, based on things, uh, basically the fallout after the fact, after the meeting, everything went great at the meeting. It felt like we ended up signing their NDA that they said they're, you know, gardeners and then the kids' grandparents even sign, you know, so that was no oh, big deal. Oh, okay. So this NDA they had you sign was kind of like, hey, don't record Kim or take pictures of her sneakily type of thing. You thought this was um, just a standard practice before you got into the real nitty gritty of the deal. Yeah. And this was actually at the end of the meeting too. How many pages was this NDA? Uh, I'm actually going to post it soon, but, uh, okay. it was just a, it was just a couple page. It wasn't so like two a, pages. It was very easy where they're like, you need to sign this on the spot. Mm-hmm. There's real, and okay, it wasn't there's... anything in, in perpetuity or anything like that. So at this point, and then the, the alleged release, uh, fraudulent release at the end of the, the whole disagreement, you know, kind of voided that original NDA anyway. So it's just kind of a whole mess, but so the meeting went great. We ended up uh, having a little discussion with their attorney that they that contacted us after the fact saying, hey, you know, we we think you guys, you know, it might be good for you to go through like some A-list celebrity coaching or something like to like. So when you're dealing with all this stuff and all these different, you know, things, you kind of know how to act, 
like although we didn't really say shit like the whole like i mean we're basically just completely we weren't starstruck by any means we knew who she was you know it's yeah. not like we were you know so they're telling you you have to uh take some courses so you can have proper etiquette around a list i think they had somebody suggested or something it was gonna be something that they helped us with i guess but okay but anyways it was just weird and yeah. then and then within a matter of uh of two weeks in under two weeks we ended up getting a call from Campbell first her uh one of her people called us and said hey Kenzie I'll call you so she ends up calling us and said and and is like hey you know everything's great we just want to let you know everything's great with both of the projects are moving forward my mom got funding through a family friend blah 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 all is great she, you know she's stoked she sounds happy at the end of that conversation she's like oh by the way did you guys trademark emoji yet because we'll just we're, we'll save you the trouble if not we'll just do it ourselves and save you the money and the time and everything and, you know and we didn't do it yet because that you know we we've we've covered our asses you know on everything and Komoji was just at the very back of our mind we weren't thinking like we had all of our other stuff trademarked patents yes. filed like you know what I mean and so this was like I even thought we based on you even see one of my text message screenshots like I thought we had patented it I thought it was on our list for one of our attorneys to go ahead and do. Yeah. So, but anyways, I guess we hadn't, and it was because one of, one of the guys was like, well, it's got her name on it. Let's just wait and do it through her new entity, you know, our, our new entity together. So. Okay. Okay. I mean, did I you guess, have a question? Yeah. Well, I'm just thinking, I mean, I guess if that was me. Hindsight, we should have just trademarked yeah. it. <laughs> right. Right. And I, and I am thinking like, I guess if that was me and I had a lot on my plate and, um, you know, these, these talks seem to be going well and she offered I guess maybe I would probably say, okay, yes, you guys go ahead and patent it. Like, what do we need to sign? Yeah. What do we need to do? You tell me. So I, I get it. I completely well, understand. Well, if we were included, if we were included on it, it would have been fine because people do that all the time. You right. know, you just need to be included on it, you know. And when she filed it five minutes after that phone call ended, which was a great call. Yeah. Her team, her team during that, during that moment after the, that first phone call, file the trademark you could actually i think i've actually posted that where you could see the day and the mm -hmm. time and whatever that she actually they filed that then five minutes later we get a call back from kim where she sounds upset and distraught saying who's who's ryan who's this guy ryan and why is he sending disseminating my private information all over chicago and we're like what are you talking about you know you know who ryan is there's reasons there's several factual reasons why she knew who ryan was but yeah. she put on a show basically and that and then ghosted us. She's like, hey, you know, what the, what the F guys? And then that was it. And then we got hit with the cease and desist. Okay. So I, this is where it gets a little hairy for me. So mm -hmm. you hang up the phone and everything's great. They filed the trademark. And then how soon after that did she call you accusing? Five minutes. Five minutes. That's later why it was so weird. Yeah. Okay. It was a whole a bunch yeah. of people around during this happening to you so we're just like what the hell is happening here and you're talking and she was essentially talking about your partner who attended this meeting with me the first meeting with you and she <laughs> says Ryan, yeah no ryan she says who is this guy and why is he spreading my info what did that well mean because exactly well because the ryan aka ryan for short his nickname people that knew him and so he had sent a bragging text message. This was the first time Jonathan Chebin had reached out to me on Kim's behalf, okay. which I, I didn't get into full details on that part in the yep. beginning. 
Jonathan reached out to my direct messages on Instagram and he's like, Hey, you know, we want to take over Instagram or Instagram, basically Kim's, you know, big shit. And, mm-hmm. you know, we want majority control, all that. And we're just like, Whoa, let's take a step back. And, you know, so at that point, Narayan had sent a bragging message to his friend, Alice, that he was business partners on another project. And he was kind of bragging like, Hey, your dream girl wants to partner with us. Okay. So, and that was a private text message. And he, I think he may have sent like a screenshot of like something proving that she was using our app or something like that. You know, it was something private okay. between him and Alice. And his friend. So, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, so Alice, yeah. And the, so he was kind of into Alice as well. So that kind of painted a little picture. Ryan's kind of a quiet, recluse guy, you know, and he was into this girl that, you know, he was partners with on another emoji project and, he was yeah. kind of bragging and she was, was she was super jealous. Yeah, he was, he was flexing. flexing for sure. Okay, yeah. So anyways, uh Narayan uh had sent that message and we we didn't know at the time, but Jonathan Chebin's mutual friend with Alice, Eugene, when she came forward and explained all this to us and was a witness, you know, feeling yeah. bad. Yeah. He was asked by Alice to intentionally send that screenshot to Jonathan to get it to Cam to show that we were talking shit basically about, you know, them wanting to partner and, you know, so, so or, Alice, or flexing on, you know, Alice sent this text to Eugene because he asked her to. No, no, we yeah, get because Alice wanted to mess the deal up for Ryan for Ryan. So oh. she's like, Oh, this MF is about to get a deal with Kim Kardashian or she's interested. And okay, let me try to see if I can mess this up by saying he's bragging about it. And, you know, and sending me this information privately though. So she then hears about this through Jonathan Chebin. They invite us to Calabasas. Mind you, this was before, this was before the second time Jonathan reached out to me in direct messages. And he's like, Hey, Kim's games doing 200 Kim's Hollywood games doing 200 million. He's this tech mogul. Now we want to partner on Centrogram. Still let's, let's talk. She wants to call you tomorrow. And I, I posted that conversation on my website as well. Right. So, so this, is, this is before. And now this this whole thing with Alice, Eugene, this is after. I don't want to skip around too much because I want people to be able no, to that follow Eugene this. Thing, yeah. that was okay. that was that was before. This was ah, the timeline okay. timeline wise. That was that was something. This is why we really feel strongly that she had this in her pocket before we were invited to Calabasas. Uh, OK, so at that point. Alice wants to botch the deal because Alice is not being cool. And so she sends this to Eugene saying, you know, look what, you know, Narayan just sent me. He gets this over Mm -hmm. to Jonathan Chabon. I don't know how they know each other yet, but they do. And then Jonathan essentially tells Kim this within five minutes. She's calling you accusing of leaking. No, uh, sorry. So this was all just in the background before, you know what I mean? So once once all of that happened, we were still on good terms, face value wise. Okay, face Kim. value. She just called you, being like, "Don't do that." Like it was kind of like, "Hey, cut the shit." But everything mm-hmm. that was wasn't fine. even that was that didn't happen yet. That's why this is so shady. So okay. bear with me here. Okay. So the meeting happened, and the phone calls all happened after the messages were sent behind the scenes because okay. there was two different there was two different uh, times that I communicated with Jonathan Chevin. Okay. Okay. Got it. And so, so she had this information in her pocket and knew that Ryan did this bragging message before we ever went to Calabasas. 
and got them so that's what's so fraudulent about it you know that's what and and regardless of her even even separate from the the trademark fraud to get the kimoji trademark there was there was shenanigans and corruption fraud behind the scenes with kim jonathan chebin and this eugene and alice lady and 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 again that guy eugene came forward and was like hey this is messed up. You know, I was the one that actually sent that message to Jonathan that got to Kim that messed your guys' deal up because this was when we filed the lawsuit in 2019 because I lost it after I heard all that. Yeah. When I heard that in 2018, I was like, no, 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 no. We are, we have to file a lawsuit. We have to do something. There's no way I can let this go now because I know now that we were baited. Like it's one thing to say, hey, I want the trademark and, you know, I don't want to do business with Ryan or you guys now because of Ryan. That's the sure. whole thing. That's fine. If we, hey, he messed up. If he messed up, that's that's cool. But you don't yeah. commit fraud to steal a trademark, and you don't ruin people's lives because you want something so bad and you don't want to deal with it the right way or spend the money. So that's just then let me okay. let me go back to. So then you flew to Calabasas and you think she has this mm-hmm. in her back pocket. So go from mm-hmm. there so people can sort of put this yeah together how gotcha. it unfolded. Thank so, you. So so basically in Cal and yeah I got you in Calabasas everything went great. You know we had our meeting. And um, once we had signed that, you know, we pitched the the Kimoji thing after we made the agreements and everything on Sensogram. There's even a, a picture where I allegedly, you know, of a picture of them where their faces are covered, excited, looking at a computer, you know, like, yeah. you know, in that moment. So uh, everything went great. And then once we signed that NDA, you know, this isn't something I thought about at the time. After the fact, I remember how. Chris Jenner's her whole demeanor kind of changed after we signed their NDA. Like after we basically spilled our guts, we're like, Hey, this is what we're going to do. Here's our patent file. Their attorney signed our patent file, our NDA for our patent file on their behalf. Like once they got everything they needed from us and they could kind of look through everything and figure out how they're going to deal with it. Yeah. Yeah. Then they signed our, they, we signed their NDA. Chris Jenner, her, she wasn't as cool anymore. Cause she had called me separately and was just like talkative and stuff like that. asking me questions. All yeah. that stopped. Everything stopped during the time after the meeting. We still think everything's okay, though. We had yeah, no reason course. to believe everything wasn't. Then we get the call from the lawyer saying we should, you know, maybe get some coaching if we're going to be dealing with a list celebrities and whatnot. Yep. Then Kim calls, says everything's cool, asked about the trademark because they wanted to verify that we didn't file it yet under yep. a different name or whatever, okay. a different company. Then she calls back five minutes after that and then she's acting completely different and all distraught. Sorry. Okay. About Ryan. You're sorry. You're you cut out. You cut out for a second. So she called five minutes later. She's acting all distraught, acting like who's Narayan, even though you were just there for the meeting and she met Well, him. she said Ryan. Yeah. yeah. Ryan. She okay. said, and yes. the, reason, the reason this is so important is because the screenshot that this text message that Ryan had sent to Alice she never called him the Ryan ever. Okay. She had him say it in her phone as Ryan. It's Ryan, Ryan, Ryan. And so when I introduced Kim to the Ryan, I introduced him as the Ryan. We yeah. never, ever, ever, it never came up as Ryan. We, it was always professional full name, but she had him saved in her address book on her email and her uh, look as, as Ryan. And then when she replied to the email and her team replied to emails with the Ryan. They would say, nice to meet you, Ryan. Like without 
You know what I mean? So yeah. there's just, and our, our lawyers are actually the ones that dug in and caught the different times that this happened on, you know, mm. when we filed a lawsuit in 2019. So just okay. as things came out, you know, we, we just start realizing that that was all an act and we were actually, you know, like they, they wanted something, but they didn't want to have to partner with us to get it. So okay. they yeah. went through all that to get it for free, more or less, without just paying their attorneys. So, okay. So then she says, you know, I'm, I'm freaked out. Don't, you know, whatever. Then what happens? Then we end up getting within like, it was like 12 hours. We got a threat from Martin Singer, their, their attorney, their bulldog attorney, same guy that was trying to defend Cosby. And, you know, he's, he's a, he's a baller yeah. attorney. Oh yeah. So this, yeah. So this guy put the fear into our attorney, into us. And he's like, and they're like, Hey, Ryan violated her, you know, privacy. And, um, you know, we need you guys to stop or you're going to get sued for $5 million each, basically. Stop what? Like stop the, the ongoing disseminate, disseminating her private information all over Chicago. Okay. So we you're like, cool. No problem. We'll stop disseminating her information. Cause we didn't actually do it, but okay. No problem. So then, then what? So it's like, cool. No, then no issue. we end up getting basically a double down threat. Like, Hey, we're going to sue the ever loving shit out of you. If you don't hand over the rights for Kim to have Kimoji and for you, her to be able to do her own combat control uh, project as well and Whoa. sign this release. And then if we dispute that at a later date, we're to keep it quiet and only dispute it in arbitration, which is a private setting where you can't, it's not, nothing is publicly disclosed. Okay. And now did this scare you and Ryan and your attorney. So Dan and I were confused because we didn't, yeah. and Ryan wasn't completely forthcoming with what's going on. So sure. okay, we did, they, they yeah. it created some turmoil within ourselves. We're just like, what the hell? We actually thought we did something wrong. Yeah. I never yeah. signed that. I never signed that release, by the way. Okay. So our attorneys were pressuring us. Like, we're going to lose everything. If we don't, you know, I had a family out of house. Yeah. I wasn't trying to lose everything, but I never wanted to sign. So you know that that's a whole other thing in itself where my cousin actually forged my signature on that oh my uh, gosh just, just I, to sh- I don't know I get it though it's like you want I think it's like you have daughters I think and and mm-hmm. I think it just comes down to it where like I sometimes I'm like I wish that I could if I didn't have kids it would be a completely different story I would just go balls to the wall because it's just me I don't care about myself but it's like my family so I do understand where some of that hesitation well, came from and yeah and it it made me a mess like it, i went into yeah. a depression you know i didn't understand what was going on i was confused i just told him i'm like hey i want to move on with other potential things we could do with sensorgram even though we couldn't that we wouldn't be able to finalize our patent or anything if she's going to be doing something on her own and yeah you know that's a whole thing again that's a spinoff story in itself because instagram sensorgram thing they're using it now but you know so we and that was yours it, it, you created it yeah <laughs> But the whole Dan thing, you know, I want to to say, you know, he just, it was weird that they even accepted this. We figured like, you know, it it was going to be a problem, but there was no notary on that release. So there was no notary. I was in Oklahoma. Dan was in, was in Florida. Our lawyer was like, hey, we have a deadline. We got to get this release back to them or they're going to sue you. So he just basically did a scribble across it. It's nothing, not even close to my signature. Right. And they, they sealed it up and that's, that was a done deal. They moved on. They ended up releasing Kimoji, making millions of dollars. And then 
So these are triggers for me. If I can spit that out, you know, it's, yeah. I can never let this go because one, they released Kimoji and it was huge, broke the app store. Kanye was bragging about it in his song fact. Then you're talking like a month or a year and a half later, um, Instagram drops the same process that we were trying to patent. And, sh- and, and Kim was bragging about talking to Kevin Sister on the CEO about, you know, behind the scenes and wanting them to do something like that. And they were like, wait a minute. They were so against this process of giving people the right to censor what they choose and do it on their own. Yeah. But here they go putting it in their settings and we didn't make anything. And somehow Kim's interfering with it. Like, how is this even happening? Is this real life? Well, let me let me go back for a minute and and understand if I'm kind of getting this, because from what you just said to me just now, what I took from that is that Dan screwed you because as soon as he signed your name, you released you released uh, your ability to have control over Kimoji and Sensorgram. Am I correct in that assumption? Yeah. I mean, in a way, but it wasn't ever his intention because we had no idea that it was actually going to, you know, at the time, the information was like, this is the only way we can move on and try to salvage anything and move on with our business and not have this You just said she can just just take it. Kimoji, I'm releasing it to you, whatever, so we can move on and focus on Sensorgram and other other aspects, right? Okay, Mm -hmm. so then you see she's making all this money from Kimoji. She's making money off sensorgram and now like i i get we it. don't know on the sensorgram oh. thing you know we don't know if she ended up selling the idea to to instagram if there was some money on the back end like that's the thing we'd love for her to come forward and say hey this is what happened this is what went wrong and this is why i did what i did explain yourself but sensorgram you had patented that right that was yours mm-hmm. so yep. when dan signed your name that was that was that was a, so so that wasn't okay. anything to do with the patent. The release that they wanted us to sign basically gave her the rights to Komoji and for her to also have her own comment control project. But okay. what that does in itself is even though we could have moved forward, we would never be able to have a completely proprietary uh you know, when you have some some mega influencer doing the same thing, we're just like we're, we're so dead, can I know? just tell, can I tell you what I think of this right now? I think, uh, what I think is that what she did was dirty. It was disgusting. It was sneaky. It was trashy. It was wrong. It, it, but it sounds like it was legal. Fraud. No, not the fraud was, part. No, that part, not- but she, yes. What this is disgusting. This is horrible behavior. But what's legal about fraud? No, I just mean because of the signature. If you can technically prove, right, that that wasn't your signature, and but I guess you'd have to kind of flip on Dan there. But the whole thing, but but I think I, maybe I didn't explain this right. But okay, the whole the whole release was based on fraud. The release the whole, the whole of release Kimoji was based on of of everything. I, I, yeah, okay. I think I think just the way that I started out explaining it, and we had to jump around a bit. It, yeah. Uh, it, but I mean, it's clear. And even our attorneys were like, you know, and this is why we were offered six figures and a percentage of Kimoji okay. because they know they committed fraud. So there's nothing legal about that. Now, if we made a okay. mis- if we made a mistake and there was no fraud involved or no lies or deceit or anything swindle involved, then yeah, yeah that's business. That's legal. But no, when you have swindle, fraud, 
you know, I see. Sorry, sorry, unjust enrichment. You have breach of contract, you know, ultimately because it was fraud that created the whole settlement agreement. I mean, it's I see. Okay, so then let me back up. So essentially, in order to get you to sign this, they created a whole fraudulent. We were extorted. uh, Yes. So, okay. So that part is a hundred percent illegal in order to get you to sign this paperwork, which made you tremble in your shoes here, thinking you were going to lose everything. They created this narrative, this fraudulent narrative to get you guys to do so. If there wasn't, if we weren't under duress, if Dan wasn't like fearful of losing everything and Ryan wasn't fearful of losing everything, like that wouldn't even have, have been in existence. That's why we filed the lawsuit because we were going to dispute the validity of the actual settlement agreement. Yeah. And this is, this is wrong on so many levels uh, on their part, because essentially it's like David and Goliath. It's not even fair. I mean, it's, it's truly, uh, it breaks my heart for you guys. It really does because you guys are hardworking guys who, you know, you're not sitting in this Calabasas mansion with different income streams coming in left and right. I mean, this was essentially your baby, your product. So I really, I'm, I'm so disappointed in. And and again, even if she felt, even if Kim felt violated that Ryan was talking about her to somebody, yeah. it wasn't ever intended to be like out in public view. Like it was between two partners about right. a project that was supposed to be in privacy. And, you know, that was used maliciously against us you know that's that's where it went wrong she could have said hey whoa you know i don't want to do business with you guys because of this so we're gonna buy the trademark for this much money and if you don't take our our money our offer but instead they threatened us they made this they made us feel like we did such something something so hugely wrong right and then used that threat to leverage us instead of actually paying us and it went on to make millions and millions of dollars yeah this i i understand and i'm i guess i'm really surprised that she hasn't uh reached out to you guys with an attorney and just said hey they did but like i guess with an apology but what they said yeah sorry sorry but no but what they said was when they did reach out after i created the website what they said was hey we could show you on the books kimoji didn't make any money we actually lost like like 100 or 200 something thousand whatever dollars was i posted that so like they reached out and tried. So if if I'm not wrong, why are you saying, hey, there's no upside for you because, hey, we lost money. You should be saying, no, you're wrong on all levels. You know what yeah. I mean? So the, the whole yeah. thing is just really messed up. You're That's right. They stop. should be saying we never did that. Instead, they were saying, oh, look, we didn't make any money. Are you happy? And then and then so if you didn't make any money, why I backtrack to 2019 when I filed a lawsuit right before that? Why are you sending me an offer for for six figures with 5% of Komoji futures, if Komoji is not making money, why are you still selling it? And why are you offering me a percentage of it? So that's why our lawyers were like, all right, they're just operating and negotiating in bad faith here. So we just, we have to file a lawsuit. Right. So and but that she, ended she's, up getting. Go ahead. Bumbled. Sorry. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you know, I was just saying say- the lawsuit, you know, that, that was a joke. Yeah. Well, but she's never like, She's never reached out to you personally, maybe sent you an email or no, nothing. Like that won't that. happen now because she knows I'll put her on blast. Unless it's something where they're like wanting yeah. to deal with this, resolve it and, and, you know, fix it so she can move on and do the things she wants to do for the better. If that's what she's actually doing. Yeah. You know, I would love to 
say, hey, you know what? I was done wrong years ago, but they ended up making it right. Yes, exactly. And then you'd be like, hey, I take back everything I've ever said because they made this right. And now you've- Because, you know- Go ahead. Sorry to cut you off, but I mean, you know, honestly, I've thought about this before. It very well could have been either Chris or even just their legal team was like, hey, you know what? We could, because of this, we could get these guys, you know, we could get you what you want without even, you know, we could just threaten them because even though they didn't use, they didn't mean it maliciously or for it to be spread around, it wasn't even spread around anywhere. It was just went to one person, but yeah, you know, we could use that to threaten them unless they, unless they spend hundreds of thousands of dollars on legal fees, they're never going to be able to dispute it. And essentially that's what you've done. And now you are living. That's what a lot of people do to screw people over. Well, I've, since then, I wanted to correct you on that before. Since okay. the last few weeks, I've actually moved into a room. Yay. Okay. Somebody, that's somebody, great. somebody rented me a room in Arizona. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, that's great. Okay. That's good. So um, I'm finally out of the car. I do make money. I work my butt off seven days a week, as many hours as I possibly can. Yeah. It's just everything that I've had to deal with just put me in upside down. So like, I feel like I never make enough. <laughs> to, of course. To, I mean, you know how- what I mean? And if I, I hate spending money on rent if I could like go to the gym and shower and just work nonstop and just sleep in my car for a few hours. No, I, I mean, you're, you're pretty, pretty badass for that. But how, how much would you say that you've spent on attorney fees dealing with this from, you know, from several the- hundred thousand dollars. Some of it I'm still in debt for. Wow. So you've essentially spent your life savings and anything that you have made in the past. Well, I was already in deep on the whole, and the turn, like all the stuff that we were already doing for Sensorgram. I was the financier and you know helping run everything as well okay. so it was i was all in because my hands were on it so i didn't really have a, you know when we yeah. knew what we were dealing with we had everything on the app store like i knew things were going well so i could put money into it so yeah. I, I was in deep and then i went in a lot deeper wow i yeah no i understand how that how that works i mean i guess like as i process this whole thing what what you said essentially makes sense in terms of how they got you to sign this document that is fraud that is illegal i'm really disappointed in dan i know that he had good intentions in trying to do this for you but i i am really disappointed because you don't do that you don't sign for somebody i'm sorry you just don't he he pro- like i said i'm not blaming him for anything but it's disappointing if that's your family um, cause yeah, in the, in the context of it, it's, it's kind of crazy the way it all happened, but yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. it, it should have never been able to be complete without a notary and without, so that put Martin Singer's firm in, you know, uh, li- liable, you know, to an extent for that part, because they mm. were supposed to, our attorney said they were, they should have never allowed, allowed that to happen without a notary. Right. Like that right, was no. like, that's like lawyer one-on-one shit right there. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And now tell me, um, tell me how people can, can help you. Uh, honestly, sharing my posts and my, you know, my videos, like that's been so helpful. People okay. just like giving me a huge voice. It helps me go viral on my videos and stuff. So that's number one, you know, people that can contribute, there's op- options on my link tree and, and on my website for, you know, uh, monetary contributions that goes towards just, any anything that I'm doing to put make noise for the website, you know, marketing or uh, legal fees, you know, there's just so many different things that could be done. I just uh, I'm not in a place to do it yet. So absolutely, if you want to reach out and help me in a different way, email. You know, my email is up there. Just you know, 
Yeah, I'm going to put all your contacts and everything in the show notes so people can can view that and and click and and see your story. And um and I mean, so your goal here initially though is to, you know, recoup your money and then some and would you say partially get your patent back or are you kind of beyond that now? I would like to be compensated for the fact that it's it's used and we couldn't, you know, complete our patent and not due to our, our own, you know, will at the time, you know, it was, yeah. you know, so I would definitely like to be made whole, you know, I'm not a greedy guy. You know, our lawyers did the whole, you know, hundreds of millions of dollars lawsuit thing. And it, it that was, that was a whole joke of a lawsuit. So yeah. Yeah. Get into that on another podcast, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, do you foresee yourself going back into, cause it seems like you're very skilled, very gifted. Do you foresee yourself going back into, uh, you know, the the world of startups and, and apps and stuff like that? Oh, sure. You do. I'm just waiting. Uh, that's kind of why I decided to do the car thing. I'm just I'm saving money, and you know, uh, I I, I want to build do something on my own. You know, the right project, the right opportunity comes up. I'm just uh, I know what to do. I just when the conditions are right, money's easy to make. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Once that, you know I how mean- to do it. I was going to say, it sounds like you do know what you're doing and clearly you, you've picked up a lot of, uh, intellect and information and in dealing with this incredibly frustrating and horrific situation that you found yourself in. Really. I appreciate that. And if I turn this into a business in itself where, you know, I'm exposing corruption and helping people that, you know, and maybe yeah. create a foundation to actually assist in legal help for people that are in similar situations, you know? Not just, you know, it should be it just should be help for people that are in civil situations too. if they have their family's money on the line and they're about to lose everything, their livelihoods, you know, that's not yeah. right. There should be somebody there to help them. I, I agree. And that's very commendable. Um, is there anything else that you want people to know about you in general? Uh, just that I'm super grateful. I really appreciate all the support so much. It's made me feel through the months of sleeping in my car. Yeah. I do this time, you know, when I went mm-hmm. viral, like just all the support just made me feel not alone at all. Like it was great. Good. I'm so glad. I'm so glad to hear that. Like I said, my friend sent me your stuff and she's like, follow him, follow him. And I think it's <laughs> I like, I think, that. no, really, I always give people a lot of credit who um are, are just, they're comfortable enough to, to be that voice and not be afraid and, and come out against the Goliaths of the world. Um, I just, I really respect that. Cause I always think that you should, yeah, be loud and strong no matter what, instead of not saying anything at all. Well, so even if I don't agree with it no... and yeah, but, <laughs> and I'm not saying well, that no... I, yeah, I don't agree with this. I, I fully am. I, I fully support you on this a hundred percent, but anyway, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's a, there's no better way to lose your, uh, to be numb to your embarrassment emotion, you know, than to go from a, you know, multimillionaire to, you know, week to week rebuilding again yeah and getting duped by getting duped by a socialite (laughs) (laughs) i mean okay to be fair she has a very big team that helped with that so i it was it was her lawyers i really really put a lot of that on her attorneys yeah for sure yeah well um thank you so much for sharing your story i'll put all your handles i'll put everything in the show notes and um you know i really wish you the best of luck and i hope that we can keep in touch for sure yeah for sure i appreciate it Okay. Thank you so much, David. Thank you. Bye. Bye. David Liebenson. Okay. So Kim Kardashian, I, you know, my thoughts on this whole thing are that 
you know, Kim has a lot of people that are probably in her ear, probably pulling her in every which direction from a a business standpoint. So yeah, I don't think that she did this on her own. And I think David echoed that as well. But man, I mean, I, I, I can't imagine that it feels good slighting the underdog. You know what I mean? When you are a Kardashian and clearly you are very much on top. So this whole thing is just oh, it's so heartbreaking to me. But um, but anyway, I have all of David's, uh, his social media handles and his website in the show notes. So you can check those out um, and just see what it's all about. And, you know, look into this for yourself. So anyway, guys, if you have a story that you want to tell me and you want a spotlight, please shoot me an email, lauren at magicshack.com with just a K, no C. And you know, I'm here for it. I'm this podcast is taking a bit of a turn. I'm still doing a lot of entertainment and pop culture, but yeah, with this imminent strike. Who knows what's going to happen? So send me some emails. Anyway, if you like this podcast, don't forget to rate and subscribe on Apple. And I will be back next week with another episode.